How does a free multi-camera home security system sound to you? I got your attention now. Check out First Guardian Security Services. My friend Jerry Forrest is the regional manager there. He can be reached directly by text or phone call at 769-823-0034. He's going to get you set up with a brand new free multi-camera home security system for new customers only. That's going to include a video doorbell camera, an outside camera, window, door sensors, and a motion sensor. Free installation. There is a one-time activation fee. He'll go over all that with you. You're also going to get a lifetime warranty on the whole system, and you're going to be able to save up to 20% on your homeowner's insurance, depending upon who your homeowner is. Check them out online, myfirstguardian.com, or just call or text Jerry directly, 769-823-0034. That's Jerry Forrest with First Guardian Security Services. Monitoring services provided by Vector Security. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards, live, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app. Just search WYAB, and as always, every Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., we are bumping across the airwaves here on 103.9 FM all throughout Central Mississippi. Well, man, I guess it was kind of slow news uh, day yesterday. Can't think of a whole lot that happened. Uh, it was a real struggle putting together show prep for the day. I think maybe we'll just talk about old Jackson stuff. What's your favorite closed restaurant? Is it El Chico's? Is it Bennigan's? I'm just kidding. The Epstein list came out, dog. Or some version of it, anyway. <clears throat> so I've been, well, I sat around yesterday. I knew it was, it was going to come out. Then it wasn't going to come out. And uh, then there's some more John Doe's want to redact it. <clears throat> Oprah, allegedly. Um. So what do y'all think about that? You know, that's a strong rumor. And it has been for years that Oprah and Tom Hanks, allegedly, or, um, you know, on the Epstein list. Or, or they enjoy doing Epstein-type stuff anyway. What do y'all think about that? I believe it. I believe all of it. I believe the world is ran by a bunch of evil lizard people that drink adrenochrome. And this is what they do. Doesn't surprise me a bit. <clears throat> I won't personally see them in hell. But a lot of y'all will. <laughs> All right, so uh, this this thing dropped late yesterday, and the way the documents dropped is it's a, it's a bunch of files that had to be decoded, deciphered, all type of stuff. Let's see here. Um, so long story short, I say all that to say that finding and retrieving the information was uh, took a little longer than anticipated and your boy went to bed but what i do know is trump didn't do nothing nasty and that filthy democrat bill clinton quote likes the young girls likes them young they said so what do you think of that that's bill clinton 
one of the pillars of the Democrat community, husband of Hillary Clinton, the little girl that got beat by Donald Trump, likes him young. I posted about this on my Facebook last night, and I, we, we got the quote about Donald Trump. The Gateway Pundit's got this whole thing broke down, all 37 pages listed. Again, having a 7 a.m. morning show, I have not had a chance to decipher all of it. <clears throat> but what did they? What was it they had about Trump? I got it here on my phone. I just want to read the exact quote. Democrats are big mad, too. Big mad. Uh, Reagan can just text in on the Guns and Gear text line, which is 769-241-1944. Asked about the city of Jackson curfew. I'm definitely going to talk about the city of Jackson curfew. And uh, I'm a big fan of it. And some people are saying I'm uh, I'm being a hypocrite because I was anti-COVID lockdown, but I'm pro-curfew. And I'll explain to you why I'm pro-curfew. But A, it works if done properly. Lockdowns don't. There's reason one. But uh, let me pull up this Trump stuff. I advertised last night I was going to talk about the Epstein stuff to start the show. So that is what we are doing. It's talking about the Epstein stuff to talk the show. Start the show. All right. Here's a quote from the deposition of one of the victims. It says, did you ever see Donald Trump at Jeffries? Answer, not that I can remember. Question, on his island? Answer, no, not that I remember. Question, in Mexico, New Mexico? No, not that I can remember. In New York, not that I can remember. Question, all right, if you could turn to the second page and read through those, let me know if, kind of flipping through here, answer right, question, an increased corresponding to massage you were given to guess, correct, yes, also short, this is a little clunky here. It asked, did she ever give Donald Trump a massage? And the answer was no. Bill Clinton likes him young. How about David Copperfield performing a little blood sugar sex magic? On some, uh, on some uh, I don't want to say they're all minors, but on some, some Epstein girls. You know, y'all trip me out, man. Y'all tell me I talk about Jackson stuff too much around here. And then I f- we get the biggest media, we get the biggest drop of information about the elites, the rhinos, and the Democrats in our lifetime. I've gotten two texts this morning. Somebody wants me to talk about the Red Lobster building not being back open. And look, by the way, I will talk about that stuff till I'm blue in the face. I love talking about that stuff. But I also want to make sure that we hit this national stuff when it's relevant. The Democrats have been crying and reeing for years. Every time they talk about Jeffrey Epstein on all these media posts, on all these uh, websites, it's always they show that picture of Donald Trump, Daddy Trump, our Lord and Savior. They show him with Epstein because they want to burn it into everybody's brain that because you got a picture made with this dude that you must be a Trump associate. That Trump must be a filthy Bill Clinton-esque lizard person. Adrenochrome drinking lizard person. Shout out to Chris this morning. Let me explain to y'all 
So I did see that I guess Trump had used his helicopter before, maybe flew in his plane or something or another around you know New York, New Jersey, uh, Atlantic City, something or another. And there's pictures of them hanging out. You know that Trump was the only person, I got my notes right here. In 2009, a prosecutor said that Trump is the only person who helped him with the Epstein case. They don't want you to see that. You can go find that on the Gateway Pundit back in 2019. Just search for prosecutor in 2009, said Trump. Uh, for example, let me, let, let me explain to you how when you're, when you're a billionaire in New York, not that I've ever been a billionaire in New York, I was once 100,000 there in Jackson, but those days are long gone. Uh, I, I did not have the willpower to properly save my money. I was young. I liked four-wheelers. Um, but fast forward that to today, just doing this radio show and going to events like Grip and Grin and the Neshoba County Fair and all these places to kind of cover this stuff. I don't like Tate Reeves. I don't like. I don't care for Roger Wicker, his politics. And when I say I don't like, I mean their politics. I don't. I don't I'm not down with what they do. I've been in rooms with them multiple times. I had Roger Wicker come up to me, and, and I'm not saying this to toot my own horn here. Walk up to me at the last thing I was at and said, "Man, I hear I'm supposed to meet you. You're a popular guy around here." Tate Reeves, the last couple of events I walked up to, walked up, shook my hand, knowing all the stuff I've said about him on the radio. People can be professional and courteous and polite in person. Or when you're at an event and you get stuck beside somebody, you can get a photo in those opportunities. People from across the room can see that and assume that, oh, whatever they're into, you must be 100% complicit with it because you're standing beside them in a room. And I just tell you from personal experience, I know that not to be true in every case. And I'm just giving you two examples there. So uh, th- that photo of that that photo of Epstein and Trump just always trips me out because there's no photos of them together after that first conviction of Epstein. Once Trump realized what a bad guy this dude was, frankly, he's a CIA honeypot operation. Let's just be honest. Once he realized what a bad person he was, that was it. He was done. He wasn't going to be around them anymore. He's like, I'm not hanging out with a pedophile, but a sex trafficker. But you know who didn't do that? You know who, who didn't cut ties with him? Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Bill Gates. Apparently David Copperfield, Prince Andrew. Is the royal family the filthiest people on the planet Earth? Are they the most evil, vile, lizard people, adrenochrome drinking people on planet Earth? I I don't even think there's a close second, to be honest with you. How does everybody in that family, except Princess Diana, live to be 100 years old? Of course, she wasn't blood related to him. She was lizard by proxy. No, I'm just kidding. I like I love Princess Diana. I remember I was up late that night that she got killed in that wreck, and I watched all that in live breaking breaking uh, news time. Let's see here. 
Uh, Guns and Gear text line, by the way, 769-241-1944. If you guys want to call in, 601-879-0002. Phone lines wide open. Uh, I would prefer to stay on topic, but if you've got something you want to hit, if you've been further into these documents than I have, would love to hear what you're seeing. Is there anything anything in there that just kind of piques your interest? Uh, Like I've been telling y'all about this and... For, I've been on the show for February will make three years. Today is the 669th episode, I believe. If Trump had been on that list, this list would have been out a long time ago. And they would not have cared who else was on that list. They would have just been... Uh, Cost of doing business. Collateral damage is the word I was looking for. They would have just been collateral damage. They 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 want to take Trump down any way they can. If he had been on this list right next to Obama, Obama would have gone down too. They must defeat Trump. So that's how I always knew that he was not on this list. They had to make up lists that he was on. They had to make up things. Russia Gate, PP Gate, all that. So say what you want, say what you will about Trump. He ain't a pedophile. And you know, frankly, if you think that Donald Trump, let's have a real conversation here. Donald Trump is a man's man. He's a ladies' man. He's never not had a gorgeous woman by his side. His testosterone, he doesn't need to go to Men's Health in Mississippi. His testosterone is unnaturally high from the gods. He's just built like that. He's built different. Women know it. They're kicking down his door to be with him. Gorgeous supermodels. I love you, Daddy Trump. He's not having to pay some flesh peddler like a college recruiter. And Jeffrey Epstein is the is the child sex trafficking version of a college football recruiter, a third-party flesh peddler. He's not having to pay some flesh peddler to find girls for him to hook up with. I mean, I just want you all to say that out loud. Say that to yourselves. He's married to the most attractive First lady this country's ever had. And it ain't close. I'm sorry. I, I know that y'all going to tell me Jackie O. Oh, she was nice. She was a nice looking lady. She ain't no Melania. She ain't no Melania. Come on. Come on. Yeah, Some of y'all may say, some of y'all say, may, may say uh, Michelle Obama was the most attractive first lady ever. I'd say that Barack Obama was a more attractive lady than she was. Let's take a break. We'll be right back on The Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hey, guys, I got a text last night from Miss Katie Stonington with Stonington Farms. Let me pull it up real quick here. And uh, they're coming. They're getting ready to head back up here for your January order. 
Let me read the text to you directly. It says, hey, Happy New Year. This is Katie Stonington with Stonington Farm Beef. I will be going to the Jackson area, Florence, Brandon, and Ridgeland on Friday, January 12th. The special for January is four pounds of ground beef in one-pound packages and a roast of your choice, chuck rump, shoulder, sirloin tip, eye of round, or tri-tip at 10% off list price. Comes up to 50 bucks. That is a great deal, guys, and I am going to be partaking in one of those. I need to text her back and say, put clay down for one. I'm telling you guys, the hamburger, the ground hamburger meat, from or ground beef, however you want to say that, from Stonington Farms, I can't sing its praises enough. You know, you, you may not care for like grass-fed steaks. I think they're great. You know, I'm, but you know, I hear different things from different people. People have different taste buds. But if nothing else, man, I'm just telling you the the roast is phenomenal. The chuck eye, the 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 yeah, the roast are good. I've done a roast. I've done some skirt steak. I've done ribeyes. I've done all that stuff. My favorite is the uh, is the chuck eye, the sirloin. The sirloin is phenomenal. You get, don't overcook it, though. I mean, this grass-fed stuff cooks, I would say, 30% faster. Excuse me. 30% faster than grain-fed and the hamburger meat. It's so great. You, you know everything you can make hamburger meat. I ain't got to tell you. This is 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, mRNA-free. Man, that's, a, that's turning into a big deal, ain't it, being mRNA-free? Steroid-free, antibiotic-free. Grass-fed, grass-finished, locally sourced beef right here in South, or right down there in South Mississippi, and delivered right up here to Central Mississippi. You can check them out online, steiningtonfarm.com. That's Steinington with two N's, steiningtonfarm.com. You're going to go to view our cuts. It's going to have all their different options available, the prices, all of that stuff. They do have some whole cow and mini cow packages. I don't know if they have those prices advertised, because people get different cuts and this, that, and the other, so price may vary. But they will also deliver everything from one pound of beef all the way up to an entire cow here for you. So don't think you got to order a certain amount or don't think you you can't order too much. You can get as much or as little as you want. And hey, don't sleep on the bone stock broth either. That stuff is phenomenal. Very healthy for you. All right, let's jump back in. I'm going to read some of y'all's texts. I don't know that I got a whole lot more. I personally want to get off my chest about the Epstein stuff, but I want to make sure I read you guys' text messages because I do appreciate them on the Guns and Gear text line, which uh, one more time, that phone number is 769-241-1944 if you want to chime in this morning. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Kenneth here, man. I I was thinking about this yesterday, and I wish something – I wish the mainstream media – would cover this. Not because I need their validation. I just want to see how they spin it. <laughs> I mean, how do they spin Jeffrey Epstein having a painting of Bill Clinton wearing Monica Lewinsky's famous blue dress in his house? How do they spin that? Because that's facts. If, uh, if you've never seen that photo, and you think this is just some big right-wing conspiracy theory. I say Google that. Google Bill Clinton painting in Jeffrey Epstein's house. 
and be as grossed out as I am. And somehow, Bill makes a better-looking woman than Hillary. That's kind of funny, because I think Big Mike, uh, Obama, Barack, probably makes a better-looking woman than Michelle. That's weird. Our last two eight-year Democrat presidents make more attractive women than the women they took to live in the White House with them. I made a huge cup of coffee this morning. I got a gift. I've already forgotten who it was from. It's like a big, tall, skinny Mississippi State. Um, one of them cups. They keep stuff warm. Insulated cups. They didn't have a handle on it, so it fits down in my cup holder in my car. But it's hands down the biggest or tallest cup I've ever had. It holds more coffee than I thought it would. Anyway. Yeah, that that Kenneth, thank you for sending that. Let's see here. Let's check out some of your other texts real quick. And I, we got a lot of local stuff I want to get to today also, um, as well as, I don't have, know if I have a whole lot to say about it, but it was a big story yesterday. Donald Trump is asking the Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court, to expedite his their decision on the Colorado ballot issue. And I as well wish they would go on and do that so we can knock these shenanigans on out of the way and get back focused on winning 2024. And making America great again before it's too late. We're gonna we're gonna get so far into this, and not even Donald Trump, Daddy Trump, our Lord and Savior, not even he is gonna be able to make America great again if we don't get this thing turned around in twenty twenty four. All right, Reagan can says Clay, what is it with you when uh when you were talking about the most attractive first ladies, you omitted the most beautiful Sexy, attractive, and all-male arousing Eleanor Roosevelt. Um, I feel like you're being a little facetious there. I will have to go Google Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> I am, admittingly, I'm not a first lady historian past the ones that were first lady in my lifetime other than Jackie O, just because she's been burned into my brain. You know, her and that dress she was wearing. I mean, she was sitting beside her husband when he got his cap peeled back. So, <clears throat> you know, I'm very aware of how she looks. Oh, let's see here. Richard says, jury's still out on Michelle Big Mike actually being a woman. Man, I saw a story online the other day, and I, I was busy doing something, and I thought I saved it, and then I couldn't find it. One of the big mainstream media <laughs> outlets or liberal websites at minimum, your salons and Huffington Post-type websites, all that stuff that Sean loves to watch and listen to and read. One of them tried to debunk the whole Michelle Obama is a man theory and tried to explain how that photo, where it looks like she has a third leg, I don't mean to assume her gender, but for the sake of this conversation, that... They're trying to debunk why it looks like that in multiple photos. And I wanted to go back and read what 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 pseudoscience, Scientology nonsense they came up with to try to explain to us why it looks like she is very well endowed. He. but And I missed it. So if anybody else can find that, please send that to me. It's not like I even 
It's not like I even um, really care. I just find it funny because I, it's, it's how mad Democrats get when when we talk about these things. Because you're not allowed to talk about the Obamas. You're not allowed to say George Floyd killed himself. And you're not allowed to talk about the Obamas. But y'all know what we do here, right? Breaking rules when necessary. Uh, my good friend and y'all's, Therese Apel, texted in and said, um, you missed one. Did you say uh, Laura Bush, right? Miss Bush was a is a lovely lady in a, in a motherly type southern type woman sort of way you know what i mean like she like she's our she's all of our grandmother right but most beautiful maybe i'm saying this wrong sexiest first lady ever because there's, there's a difference in sexy and beautiful i think melania is the sexiest first lady ever all right let's take a break real quick come back i want to get into the city of jackson curfew stuff but uh your text are welcome, 769-241-1944. The phone line, 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment going to be brought to you by our friends over at Men's Health of Mississippi. Guys, get your testosterone levels checked today. They're still running a special where you can get your testosterone levels checked for free. Check out menshealthms.com. Menshealthms.com. I've also got a number you can text if you are if you're interested in just texting free tea to that number. Shoot me a text on the Guns and Gear text line. I'll send you the little placard with that information on it. Instead of try, I feel like we give too many numbers out, and they can get a little confusing. So. If, if there's a particular business you want a phone number for, feel free to reach out to me directly. I'll give it to you. I think email, I think uh, websites are easier to remember, you know, unless you got a really simple number like Lakeland Glass Intent does. But uh, so anyway, free testosterone level checked. Text me at the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. I'll shoot you the information. Or just go to their website, menshealthms.com. And guys, look, we talk about the testosterone stuff, but they're also – you know, personal physicians. You know, I had pink eye over the weekend. I was able to text my doctor and be like, hey, bro, I got pretty sure I got pink eye. Did a, took a picture, basically did telemed and went and picked up my prescription. You know, I was able, it, it was able to catch it on the front end, like immediately. Gus has got the right medicine in it. And don't get me wrong, Saturday was touch and go <laughs> uh, with one eye. And, you know, I don't have two 100% eyes. I can't hear out of one ear, and I got one kind of lazy eye. And um, so, of course, it was my good eye. <laughs> and uh, I'm all messed up. I hit upside the head when I was young or something. But I was back by, by Sunday morning, I was 100%. Or, you know, they, they say pink eye can last 7 to 14 days. I wasn't dealing, I wasn't, I wasn't up for 7 to 14 days. They've been, try, God been trying to take me out going out on New Year's for the last three years. <laughs> he almost got me last year and this year. He did get me uh, three years ago. COVID in 21. COVID and flu in 22, three days prior. But because I was in much better shape, much better health, I was able to get well in three days. And I'm not vaxxed. So 
Take care of yourselves. The Z-Pack went further than any of it. (laughs) A good old Z-Pack. They kept saying, oh, you can't take that stuff for COVID. It worked. And then this year, Pink Eye on New Year's Eve Eve. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, it ain't like I'm some big partier and we're going out, you know, to the clubs and balling out of control and throwing money like we rappers or something. I just wanted to go hang out with my friends. But uh, anyway, man, having a having a good personal physician can go a long way. Let's take a phone call. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, Clay. Hey. Uh, two things are going to happen this year, just to get just so they can get the black vote out. One. I imagine early to midsummer there's going to be a reformations bill. It won't get out of committee. That'll give them something to campaign on. And I imagine they'll try to push it through twice. And then there will be somebody get shot by the cops. Oh yeah, yeah. If, if, the media's going to go nuts over right before the election. If I'm a probably, bl- if I'm a black guy, if I'm a black guy in an urban city, I am. I, I've got my guard up more than normal. Because I'm not having to just look out for the people that live around me that are probably going to shoot me. Now I have to look out for the police, too, because some deep state psyop and somebody's going to go get in the, get shot. They're going to get There's jo- going to be something this year that's going to be a major story. It's going to go on for a couple months. It's going to bring the black folks out to vote. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's going to happen in a Democrat city by a cop. And it's somehow going to be Trump's fault that the cop shot the guy. It's always... It's always somebody else's fault, you know. It could let's just it could happen in Jackson, Mississippi, you know. I'm just making a, I'm, I'm using fictitious stuff here. A black JPD yeah. officer could shoot a black guy. Somehow that's going to be Trump's fault, and that's going to be the white supremacy struck again, you know. Exactly. And they're going to go to die. It's going to it's going to be somewhere, like you said. It's probably I'm thinking it's going to be Atlanta. That's just my feeling. Yeah, I'm going to be in Atlanta. That doesn't good come out of Atlanta in a while that they that they can. That's certain that these Democrats can go crazy about. Yeah, you know they, I mean? they they need Georgia. You're right. They need Georgia to, to flip. Well, or to stay. Te- technically, it's blue now. You know, and we, well, they, they, technically, it, it, it took Joe Biden. It, it went with Joe Biden last time. I mean, regardless of how right. they got it, it, it went that way. But Either that or we're gonna, they're going to try to throw in some lockdowns for million ballots. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, it, look, it's all coming. I'm telling people, you, you you guys need to be preparing. I'm talking about some some water, some MREs, some food, a generator. It's going to get ugly before it gets better. I I I, I no doubt about that. But what if Trump does win? What are the ramifications of that? That's what I have wondered. Well, we need to do what they want to do to us. We need to round them all up, put them in concentration camps, re-education camps. Yeah, um, re-education. Uh, some re-education camps. And, you know, just try to, try to get these folks back right. You know, figure out who the communists are, who the Marxists are. You know, we need to deport them and don't let them back in the country. Let me ask you something. If Trump does not, for some reason, is not able to continue his campaign, who, who who's the Republican nominee? Either DeSantis or... And I'm gonna. I've liked Vivek the best, but and I'm not voting for Nikki Haley. I'll vote for for RFK. I mean, I think personally, I think if Trump gets out of the election, his votes go to Vivek. Yeah, and it, I think Vivek. It, it, would, I'm, I frankly, I think he'd be a president myself. 
Yeah, no, I, look, I, I like the guy. He's just got to stay in it long enough, which he's got the money to. I know he didn't qualify for this most this next debate, but he didn't have to, you know. But you know the thing about it is, though, man, if we get an Indian person with our nomination, man, most Indians have money. He'll raise money like it ain't no tomorrow. Oh, yeah, man. He'll have the gas station owners and hotel owners locked down. Yep. They yep. may get burnt down for sticking a sign in the yard, but they'd be okay, too. The, the, hey, they got insurance. Be good. I'm only half kidding about the concentration camps. But, I mean, I'm just like, heck with it. Y'all going to do it to us. We might as well do some deprogramming with y'all. Sit you in a chair, tape your eyelids open, and force you to watch patriotic stuff. Puppies. Girls. Real women, not fake ones. Football. Pre-Kaepernick, NASCAR, Dale Earnhardt, era. Got to watch all that stuff. World War II movies. Stuff that makes a man a man. A woman a woman. Anyway. I'm telling you, we try to laugh so we don't cry. That's kind of always been my motto since I started doing all this social media stuff and radio show is... Yeah, I try to I try to look at all this with a sense of humor. Some people like it, some people don't. I don't care one way or another. Um, you got to have a little sense of humor, otherwise you'll drive yourself crazy. You know, it's like I mean, we got a front row seat to the end of the world. We might as well enjoy it, you know. And uh, we we do have a an emergency break, and his name is Donald Trump. I just think what, and look, I'll be honest. I don't even think know that Trump can save this thing, but he can slow it down. He can slow it down. And I think you got to come in if BLM, Antifa, whomever else decide they want to f around, they need to find out. We need to. So they keep blaming and saying Trump caused an insurrection. We need to. Use the Insurrection Act and use our military against traitors and insurrectionists like BLM and Antifa. If they go to try to burn them down in any more cities, we go burn them down. Terrible precedent was, was set in 2020 when you were sitting there and they... They allowed all these cities to be burned down, all these people to be killed in the name of a crackhead that killed himself and George Floyd. Then they didn't arrest nobody. In Portland, the courthouse, the federal courthouse, mind you, stayed under attack for a month. Remember that, I'll never forget this, First off, in Portland, they had this line of mothers. That's what they were calling them. The Portland moms or some nonsense like that. I think they were wearing like yellow shirts and all that. Like, the moms of Portland. They were all kind of set up like a Operation Human Shield to protect the riders from the police. Like, you're not going to hurt women. First off, you're a bunch of skanks and whores. 
If you're a mother's, you're single mothers. You never, you never knew the baby daddy. You don't know who he is. They should have blown right through that. The world would be a better place. But they let people, they let people attack that federal courthouse. I mean, a literal insurrection for thirty days, and not a single person caught a charge and went to jail. But they got MAGA Meemaw in jail for six months, a year, or whatever, five years for walking through the Capitol with a selfie stick. I think Ray Epps, the instigator of all this, Fed Epps, just got, just got six months, which that's all show. Fed Epps ain't going to, ain't going to prison. He, he may. He may end up having to go to that, the federal prison there in Miami at the, uh, in Florida on the airbase where they sent the Wolf of Wall Street and that bunch to. But he ain't going to, he ain't going to do hard time. He ain't going to a parchment type prison. You know, he gonna go for it and they, and, they, and you know, I mark my words, Joe Biden, uh, Let's him off. Let's him off. Mark my word. And that's going to tell you all you need to know about Ray Epps. But anyway, I say all that to say, we got to come back in and have, have some law and order. We need to, or first off, how did Jelaine Maxwell end up in jail for child sex trafficking, but not a single person was arrested for buying these kids and these these women that were that were sexually and it ain't just women there were some young boys too I believe you know because some people like that gay stuff we have proof that all this stuff happened but nobody got arrested for being the pedo or the john in the situation we got to start arresting those people I don't care if they got to kick down Bill Gates' door and drag him out of his house by his feet. You got to start somewhere. Let people know that this kind of stuff won't be tolerated again. Regain some trust in the system. You know, since uh, since they did what they did to all the J- the 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 J Sixers, the Patriots, the Icons, the people who should have schools named after them, and they arrested all those good good God fearing folks after January six. We're going to have to go back and do some retro arresting for the BLM riots and the Portland attacks. Some people are going to have to go to jail for a long time. We got to make this right. We got to prove to people that the system works. We got to let Derek Chauvin out of jail, too. I'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We got about a minute or two here, and I'm before the top of the hour break. You got a whole another hour of this train wreck to listen to this morning, so I appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, real quick, I'm just sitting here on X and End Wokeness. If y'all aren't following End Wokeness, you are really missing out. It's a great, great Twitter or X account, whatever you want to call it. But they just shared Joe Biden's latest ad, his first ad of 2024, and um. Man, this is disgusting. It's just all about, you know, 
It, it shows the Charlottesville stuff. It shows a bunch of Trump stuff from, from January 6th. Basically, what it just says is white people bad, MAGA bad. Um, and then, of course, they want to make, they want to look all diverse. And it shows a old kind of country looking white fella with a flannel shirt on, an Asian woman. You know, it's got some blacks and gays in it. Um, it's got, oh, here's some Martin Luther King speech. But I'm just going to tell y'all, MLK, if he was still alive today, MLK would be MAGA through and through because he knows it's the content of the character, not the color of the skin. He would be disgusted with what's going on in America right now. MLK would have been MAGA. He would have stood hand and hand, shoulder and shoulder with Donald J. Trump. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. You never met a MFR quite like me. I'm be willing to say that the airwaves in Jackson, Mississippi, ain't never met one quite like me. Whew. We got a heck of a team here at WYAB. I can say that about everybody here. Jamison Haygood. Kim Wade, as far as your everyday full-time host. We do, each of us do two hours a day. I'm seven to nine. Jamison Haygood is ten to noon. Kim Wade, the main event radio strongman, bringing it home every afternoon, four to six. We have a ton of other great hosts uh, kind of scattered out in between here and there. We have Miss Allison Tharp on Mondays. We have Americans for Prosperities coming here on Tuesdays. Mike Madison, I believe Mike's in every Wednesday and Thursday. He was a full-time host but had to, you know, you got to do what's best for your family situation and your financial situation. He decided to go another direction, but he still dedicates two days a week to fighting the good fight. <clears throat> and, of course, we have a great uh, array of national shows here as well. Charlie Kirk, Dana Lesh, Officer Tatum. Man, if you're, if you're in your car after 6 o'clock, I think he's on from 6 to 8 or 6 to 9. I'm not sure if it's a two- or three-hour show. But right after Kim Wade, don't change the channel. Officer Tatum bringing the heat. Uh, bringing the heat. Uh, very similar to uh, Kim Wade, but a little more national-type stuff. Really good show. Anyway, so just rip the knob off, as they say. Leave it on WYAB. Hey, real, real quick, uh, I'm going to eat lunch with my dad today. And I think I'm going to take him to Martin's downtown and uh, get what I consider the best plate lunch in Jackson. You should do the same. They're open every day, seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. They got that big, nice, huge new covered patio. It's heated. And when I say it's cool, but it's got the big, literally the big ass fans, the brand. It's got the heating lamps and all that. You can eat out there and Stay stay warm. It's got the you know the screens that come down to keep the wind blocked. Really cool. It's on that side that faces Pearl Street. I guess that'd be the north side of the building. They got the huge inside. They got all the live entertainment. Bunch of great stuff coming up. Check out Martin's Downtown JXN dot com. Uh, different blue plate special every day. Friday night is steak night. And don't sleep on the country fried steak. You can get it at lunch every day. I'm trying to trying to watch my figure to start the year. I think I gained 20 pounds last month eating country fried steak. I kid you not. So, uh, but hey, if uh, if you need a cheat day, the country fried steak 
is well worth every bite. That's Martin's Downtown. You know where Martin's is. It's right there on the corner of State Street and Pearl Street, right there in the same parking lot as Hallam Miles. If you don't know where that is, get on from out here. Get on from down here. You ain't from down here. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think we kind of got to the end of the Epstein stuff. I kind of made my point on all that stuff in the first hour. I do want to read a few of your text messages on the Guns and Gear text line. That number is 769-241-1944. Shout out to my buddy, Mr. John Bond, for listening this morning. Appreciate his uh, his kind words. Unknown Texture says, have you seen the newest Michael Guest voting ad where it says Guest is part of Trump's leadership team? Wasn't Guest on the committee that approved the Trump impeachments? Yeah, I'm not sure about the impeachment committee, but he was he did vote for a January 6th council or committee or something of those lines. Yeah, I, I, I saw that too. I saw that too. I got a little chuckle out of that. Um, Jerry coming in with a few predictions. And we, me and Sean are going to rehash the prediction show tomorrow. Uh, we, we had the opportunity to have Therese April on yesterday and discuss some true crime stuff. And that ended up eating 90% of the show, which was great. But I, I still wanted to squeeze in some of my prediction stuff. And we saved it to the very end. And I think we can have some fun with the prediction show. So y'all be thinking about predictions for 2024, politically, whatever, really. Something you think is going to happen nationally, locally, whatever. And get ready to text those in or call in tomorrow with your predictions for 2024. That's going to be the show tomorrow. And, of course, we'll cover any breaking news that needs to be discussed as well. But uh, here's a couple of predictions from Jerry. He says, one, remember the 36 tons of lost fertilizer off a train last year? Hmm. Lots of material for the deep state to use for another fake insurrection and blame it on a segment of people. I tell you, we, we are so lucky to have a guy like Jerry on our side. I, the, at first, I think he can remember all this stuff. And he's just methodical and well thought out enough that it just makes sense. Number two. Attacks on the immigrant camps by deep state masking as citizens and uh, all for more drastic surveillance and anger to shut down communication and travel. Throw in another virus in case that doesn't work. You know, Jerry, I'd actually thought about that. Somebody attacking those migrant camps and making it look like it's angry white supremacist. And don't look, don't don't forget, they're, they're going to attack some gays too. The The... The rainbow supremacy is not going to allow blacks and migrants to get attacked and them not get attacked too because this is a this is a this is an olympics for the most oppressed and I can assure you the only thing you left out there was the rainbow supremacy of something will in fact happen to them too because you got to hit the oppression trifecta when trying to make maga look bad so they will hit all three. Uh, Jerry said, uh, sorry, 36,000 tons, not 36 tons of uh, fertilizer. Uh, Woodrow says, uh, how are you talking about Big Mike Obama getting testosterone shots? <laughs> um, unknown texture. I know it's early in the document release, but anxious to eventually see what your opinions are regarding the Cat Williams Epstein and the Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel accusations on Epstein claim. Hey, you know, I I just I hadn't had a chance to to see the 
Cat Williams. I know he was on Shannon Sharp's show, and he was making some accusations about Chris Tucker because um, they were talking about a potentially a new Friday movie. And he said that we don't have the same. We had that was the Friday movies. Smokey was the pre Epstein uh, Chris Tucker. The post Epstein Tuck Chris Tucker ain't funny. And uh, as you, uh, Chris Tucker even talked about flying on Jeffrey Epstein's plane in one of his specials back in the 2000s. I guess he never thought all this was going to come out. And then I just saw a few minutes ago on X, I guess Kevin Hart was on The Breakfast Club with Char- Charlemagne the God and all that. And he was calling out Cat Williams. And I was try- I was going to play it, but it's got a, apparently The Breakfast Club is just on XM. Because it had a lot of F-bombs in it, and clearly I can't play that, nor do I have the time or the will or the want to go in and bleep it all out. But he's calling out Cat Williams and accusing him of you know being a crackhead. And all of these things can be true simultaneously. Cat Williams did ruin a rather amazing, potentially huge acting career with his drug problems. Uh, he's still very wealthy. He still sells out all the arenas he performs in. But he could have been the next Eddie Murphy. He really could have been, but he screwed some things up because of drugs and women, like so many others, and uh, the studios decided not to invest in him anymore. So he's going to have to make his money you know, as a stand-up comedian, and that's fine. I like Cat Williams. Uh, we don't agree politically, but Cat's eyes are wide open. You can go back and watch some of his stuff, his last few stand-ups. I mean, he ain't no Trump guy, but he knows something's going on in America and the world. His eyes are open. And he's not a, he's not scared to talk about it, whether I agree with everything or not. Now, speaking of that, agreeing with everything or not, um, I was eating lunch yesterday with my buddy Corey, and uh, I met a fella name. If I hadn't if I hadn't tried to tell you all the story, I could have remembered his first name, but he knows who he is. He was sitting in the booth behind us, said he listens every day. So I wanted to give a shout out to that guy, man. I got up to leave, and he's like, "Hey, man, just I, I listen every day, and I want to say, and I love that some people say this." He said, I don't agree with everything you say, but I agree with a lot of it. And to me, I, I, I like hearing that way more than I like hearing I agree with everything you say. Because I tell y'all, if you agree with everything I say, you're a crazy person. <laughs> I, there's nobody in the world that I agree with everything they say. So, uh, so I, I appreciate it when we can have differences on things. I didn't even ask him what it was he didn't agree with because I, I say a lot. <laughs> I didn't want to put him on the spot. But I like that. I like when somebody says, man, I don't agree with everything you say, but I agree with a lot of it. Hey, my buddy Sean, I don't agree with a lot of Sean's stuff, but we have a few core things we agree on, except who he's voting for. <laughs> you know, so there, there's always conversation to be had, and I think that's where we're at. Me, Therese, Sean, and Jameson, hey, good, ended up having a really good conversation out here in the hallway yesterday. I think we almost caused Jameson to miss his uh, – to miss his break, <laughs> to, to to miss his cues coming back from break a couple times. But we had a great conversation yesterday. I think, now I know we're about to get into some violent times, and the bad actors are going to do what bad actors do. But I think real people, normies, people who have to work to put food on the table to pay the bills, normal people, not angry college kids and immigrants that are being, illegal immigrants that are being paid to come here to be outside agitators, I think real people want to have conversations right now. I don't think they want to scream and shout at each other. I ain't talking about what you see online and the comment sections of places. I'm talking about real-life conversations. I, I, I think this debate me stuff, 
somebody else said that. I can't remember who said it yesterday, but maybe it was either Sean or Therese. Or, no, maybe, no, it was Jameson, actually. Yeah, I think this, this, this age of everybody, debate me, bro. Debate me. I don't want to debate you. I want to have a conversation with you. You may have some good points, but I, I do too. I'm not trying to change your mind. I think people are yearning. That's why I think long-form podcasts and these two-hour radio shows, I think that's why they've become so popular. And talk radios, you know, kicking butt everywhere. Conservative talk radio. Um, and I think that's why you see so many of these, your liberal-type guys that are doing long-form podcasts, like your Bill Mars and Jimmy Doors of the world, they're leaning more right than they are left. You know, and I don't mean like y'all's bastardized version of right, where you think it's all uh, racism and all this other stuff. Huh? That's only on the left. I just mean like America first. They're saying, all right, hey, what we're doing ain't working. Anyway, I think people are just at a point where they really want to have conversations with people. And I think that's cool. You know, that's really all I got to say about that. Uh, read a few of your texts here real quick, and we're going to take a break. Come back, and I want to get into... I want to get into this Jackson curfew, and I want to explain to y'all why it's something I don't have a problem with, regardless of if it was, if it was happening in Jackson or Brandon. Uh, why and, and why I was a I'm against lockdowns, but I'm not against the curfew for minors. I, I, frankly, I think it's obvious, but we'll, we'll discuss it anyway. Wild Bill sent a text in, and Bill, the link you sent is just shows up with a bunch of long form gibberish. I apologize, but. He says, I'm wondering if Trump's Trump's N-A-N-E will show up on the list. Trump's name will show up on the list. Remember back in the early 90s, he and Slick Willie were close. Also, remember Trump and Billy Bush. Yeah, while Bill, I, I always be the first to say that my history of politics and remember all the nuts and bolts of everything goes back to about 2008 or nine, really. When I started really kind of paying attention, really, well, you could go 2001 with 9-11. I started waking up and seeing what was going on. If it, if it, the only thing I remember about the 90s is Monica Lewinsky. Let's see here. Ty says, I realized I was crazy when Jackson detectives tried pinning me as a terrorist. So I gladly say I agree with you a lot, but not 100%. <laughs> Bobcat says, uh, 30 tons, not 36,000 tons, Jerry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, Bobcat, I appreciate all your, uh, all your, 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 your I, I, when I say fact checking, I don't mean that as an insult. I appreciate you hooking us up with the links and all that, kind of like being a real time fact checker. That helps me out a lot on the show here. All right, look, let's take a break real quick. We're going to come back and I want to dive into the Jackson curfew. I think y'all will find my thoughts interesting and I'd like to get y'all's as well. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here on WYAB. Hey guys, my Pure Air Consultants. Look, you know by now if you're having some problems with your heater. If you are, these are the folks you need to holler at. Uh, I saw somebody on Facebook yesterday looking for somebody to work on the heaters and air conditioner, do HVAC work, and I was tagging my Pure Air Consultants as quick as I could. But uh, My Pure Air Consultants, or I always call it My Pure Air Consultants. That's their website. It's My Pure Air Consultants. Anyway, the name of the business is Pure Air Consultants. Uh, they're celebrating their 20th anniversary of delivering exceptional heating and cooling systems to central Mississippi. And they want to offer you a rare gift. 
a free labor warranty for five years. Are you tired of expensive heating, furnace repairs, or high utility bills? Specialties at Pure Air Consultants include heater installation, furnace installation, heater repair, furnace repair, heating maintenance, heat pumps, heat recovery, ventilator installation, new construction build, thermostat installation, and more. Financing is available. Contact them today at mypureairconsultants.com. Ream, a new degree of comfort. All right. Let's see here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the WLBT story. This is Howard Blue um, and I think Nathan Lee uh, discussing. It's only about a – how long is this saying? It's two and a half minutes. I, I don't know that we listened to that much of it, but this is discussing the the new city ordinance. I'm having a brain fart. The curfew. So I'm trying to say curfew. The new city curfew for Jackson that they passed yesterday. They don't go into effect for 30 days, but here you go. This is a new curfew order for your children here in the capital city, which is something some council members have wanted for years now. But you may wonder what is included in it. Greener Side's Nathan Lee lets you know what you can expect from this ordinance. Nathan? Yes, in this first council meeting of the year, members unanimously voted in favor of a new temporary curfew that will go into effect soon. This came after residents and organizations gave their opinions on if it should be passed. We know we can't stop it, we can slow it down. But if we do nothing, it's going to fester, it's going to grow, it's going to increase. The Jackson City Council passed a new ordinance that will reinstate a temporary curfew for your children's ages 17 and under after hearing from multiple Jackson organizations who pushed for it. The curfew will go in effect in 30 days and be in place until January 1st, 2025. You could also be fined if your children violate the rule. Fines start at $25 and could eventually turn into hundreds of dollars. Ward 3 Council Member Kenneth Stokes introduced the measure to help fight against youth crime. I told them yesterday I used to carry two guns. Don't think somebody didn't save me. Let's save these children. That's what it's all about. Saving these children like somebody saved us. Ward 5 Councilmember Vernon Hartley believes that this is just the start of actions to help the youth and the city of Jackson. I look forward to keeping on the agenda this thing of cleanliness of our city, this thing of uh, crime and and voting for all those issues that's going to help our kids successfully look out the school bus and think, hey, things are going to be all right. Mayor Shokwe Antar Lumumba hopes a curfew is part of a larger solution, such as putting curfew centers in place. Council President Aaron Banks was in favor of curfew centers and believes it could be implemented through Jackson Public Schools, using some of the vacant buildings for these centers. Curfew centers. I, I, I missed that part in the article yesterday. So basically like a if you break curfew, not go to jail, but you go to a curfew center. I like that. Yeah, and the curfew does include some exemptions, uh, like uh, your child, if it is, uh, if they are legally employed. You can see all of those uh, exceptions in this story on WLBT.com. Nathan Lee, three. Wouldn't that be great? You had to have a job, and uh, urban pharmacist can't be it to stay out past midnight on the weekends. <laughs> All right, so look, man, at the end of the day, I think this is a great idea. 
And for no other reason, and I said this yesterday briefly, we, we kind of talked about it on yesterday's show. I think it, because stop and frisk is illegal now. It's, it's, a, it's a civil rights violation to stop a thug and frisk him. And then Jackson does have a, or Mississippi has open carry laws. So just because somebody's walking down the street with a gun, you can't stop them and ask them any questions just because of that. I'm slightly conflicted on that because I, I think there's a, there's a difference in walking with a pistol on your side and walking down the street with an AR-15 and 50 clips. I, you know, look, I'm, I'm as 2A, put it in my veins, say some 2A for the rest of us as the next guy. But I do think, you know, I, I at least want to have a conversation with that guy about why he feels he needs to walk around a certain area like that because is it so dangerous that I should do the same? Anyway, cops aren't allowed to just walk up and mess with people. And we can argue about that being right, wrong, and different all y'all want. In Jackson, Mississippi, crime is at a all-time high. Period. Over the last four or five years, it's at an all-time high. There's complete culture rot in the in the city right now, in urban communities similar to Jackson, demographically. Complete culture rot. What I believe this allows the police to do is if they see people out on the street corners, if they see people riding around in uh, certain cars, it allows you to do a little bit of profiling. I'm just going to be honest. So, all right, even if they're not under 18, you can pretend they look under 18. Pull them over. That's your probable cause. I Man, I thought they were. I thought they was minors out on the street. Pull them over. Check their IDs. Oh, weird. You ain't got. You're driving. You ain't got a driver's license. Go on, get in the back of the squad car, son. Boy, go on, get in the back of the squad car. Why does it smell like dope in here? Oh, man. Go on, get in the back of the squad car, boy. So there's a lot of upside to this. Whether they enforce a quote-unquote curfew or not, it gives them the ability to sit here and say, these boys are like they're to no trouble. I'm going to pull them over. We're going to have a conversation. We're just going to make sure everything's on the up and up. So, yeah, I'm for it. I am. Um, let's see here. A guy last night, so it got reposted, and a couple of people by some by some. I did a video on it. And it's up over a hundred thousand views now on Instagram alone. So it got shared and reposted all on there. And you know, uh, Black Jackson thinks I'm thinks I'm uh, an idiot, of course. But all the people that voted for this and all the people that spoke at City Hall were were black folks, by the way. That one hundred percent passed this unanimously and leaders from within the black community also asked to have this done. So clearly there's, they see some value in it. I remember, I remember when they did this in the nineties because our generation had gotten out of hand. <laughs> now we wasn't shooting one another like this generation is, but we had gotten out of hand and they installed a curfew in the early nineties. And one of the things that I find interesting about this is the quote from I believe Stokes is let's stop these kids from becoming killers. Not let's stop these kids from being killed. 
So they know there is a really bad problem with this, I think it's Generation Z, whatever this current generation is, in their communities. There's a zero respect for human life. There's no value for human life. They think they're playing a shooting video game. They don't understand consequences, repercussions. Fathers typically not in the homes or never have been in the homes. Have never been in the homes. If the mother even knows who the father is. They're kind of raised by the streets. Mama's filming twerking videos. Riding around in a charger. But I find the wording of this very interesting. Let's stop these kids from becoming killers. Also, another thing, they did this up in North Mississippi. I want to say, was it South Haven? It was somewhere in North Mississippi over the summer. I did a video about it. Got about a million views. It was crazy. So I know it was an extremely polarizing topic. When my videos do really well, it's because they're polarizing, not because everybody agrees. They're arresting kids that are you know underage, out there doing dumb stuff, and they're charging the parents with an equal crime. That's what they should do in Jackson. I mean, y'all, if y'all listen to this show, you know I've said this. That's what they should do in Jackson is charge parents with the same crime their kids are committing. Now, I said this in my video last night. I said, if the kids are out there robbing, stealing, drug dealing, carjacking, you charge the parent with the same thing. You kill two birds with one stone. You get a crappy parent off the streets, and you get a bad seed off the streets. Let's take a phone call. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. It's Scott. Good morning. Hey, brother. Hey, Scott, let's do this. Can you stay on hold through the break? I certainly can. All right. Stay on hold through the break. I'll come right back to you. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back with Scott on the line. I don't want to rush Scott. He's always got well-thought-out opinions, and I want, to, I want to hear the whole thing without rushing him. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Let's go straight to the phone lines. we got Scott on the line. Hey, brother, how are you? Pretty good. You're lucky I'm still here. Almost hung up. Because <laughs> that was too much pressure. All that high praise about a well-thought-out point, now i got to come up with something really good. Well, real quick, I did, uh, without naming where exactly, I did run into <laughs> your son the other day and uh, got a chance to see him. He's looking good. He told me. He was excited about it. Yeah, Local it, celebrity fighting, <laughs> so that's a good deal. So yeah, yeah. well, those Anderson he, kids are the certainly. those Anderson boys are the celebrities here, not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll bet. Well, look, um, uh, here's here's my uh, cogent, well thought out point. Uh, I really feel I'm not sure that this is going to help much. I, I'm I praise them for the idea of the curfew and the curfew centers and all that, but I think I think part of the issue that's been ongoing is you're dealing with Jackson and Hines County. You're dealing with Jackson, you know, and Hines County prosecutors and judges and, and detention centers and things like that. And look, JPD's always had the, op- the, the ability to stop youth late at night, question them, things like that. The thing, the thing about being a 15, 16, 17 year old knucklehead public school kid is you don't know anything. You don't know that Mississippi is not a state that has stop and ID laws. 
you know, you can't articulate that your civil rights are being violated. And and kids, especially boys, will fly off the handle real quick. You know, we weren't known at that age, Clay, for our, uh, you know, level-headed temperament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, so it's, e- it's easy. You know, police officers know. All they have to do is bully a kid a little bit, and they got them, you know. And if they want to, if they want to search everything and, and up and down and run everything, they they could do it already. So it, the, the the curfew is just another excuse to do what they're already able to do. The problem is the follow through. Nothing ever happened. You know, okay, if I do catch them slinging some cane or something, what difference does it make? Not, nothing's happening. There's no there's nothing on the back end. There's no deterrent there. Nobody really prosecutes these things well. There's nowhere to put them. They're out there ROR'd right away. You know, and all that stuff, it, it nothing happened. So I feel like JPD and probably Capitol Police, too, are rather apathetic and have been, understandably so. They'll sit in the parking lot and say, I'm just going to be a police presence and try to deter people, you know, but I'm not going to patrol and go out of my way in these neighborhoods and stop and do all this work when everything, everybody I bring in is just getting cut loose an hour later and nothing happens to them. And that's been the case for 20 years or, or more. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how effective that this is really going to end up being. I think it's a lot of, you know, it may put the fear into a few miners on the front end, but the ones who are doing what they're doing anyway are going to do what they're going to do anyway. Well, look, do, uh, being honest, do, do I think this is going to work? No, I mean, just because because of all the reasons you said. Does it mean that I don't like it because it ain't going to work? No, I, I do like it, and I think it's intended. I think it's well intended, um, but like everything else that comes out of City Hall, it, it it gets some it gets some press. It's like these in these resolutions they pass down there. Every time they get mad about something, they want everybody to know it. They pass a resolution. Um, those are useless and fall flat, just like this will, unfortunately. But I, I at least the, here's the thing I really do like about it. Curfew aside, Scott, I like that they tied the truancy stuff into it. So the kids yeah, also yeah. have to be in school till three thirty every day, versus out on the roads. So I, I I like that aspect of it, and I do believe that aspect is enforceable. So yeah, I mean, isn't it crazy? You know, thirty years ago, every pretty much everybody knew what a truant officer was. People, I mean, that was that was a common thing. Sure, I knew it. You you would see it on TV shows and stuff, and. You know, it was it was common. And we today, if you if you know, ask my son next time you see him. Hey, <laughs> do you know what a truant officer is? He will look at you so crazy. He, yeah. but, now, partially because he's never you know he's he goes to school, he's not in trouble. But you would think you would have heard of him, right? You just said that that, that word. I don't know. Have they changed the name of it? Is, is that what a school resource officer is kind of now? I mean, are they doubling as a truancy officer? Because you don't hear truancy. Uh, and maybe me and you have aged out of uh, uh, of hearing that. But I don't. I never see people complaining about the truancy cops or anything like that. You know, anywhere, not just Jackson, Rankin, Madison. If anybody's listening out there uh, that knows in Rankin and Madison, do y'all have truancy officers out there? Is that a thing? I, I don't think they do, and I, and I and I think the way it was always done is they were actually police officers tied to the local department that strictly handled kids running around who were supposed to be in school. I can, uh, 
I skipped. I don't think it's. I don't think it's the schools now. It's just up to school principals and counselors. Yeah, you know, and, they, when, and they all have this. They find out, and everything's digital now too, right? I mean, they can if you if I, I, I'm if you don't show up and you're not in class by X amount of time to start the school day, I'm guessing that starts a process. The parents get called, so on and so forth. Um, I know that I dodged. <laughs> I dodged my mama. And truancy cops for about forty eight days straight one time when I was at you know in my absolute worst hell raising and had to repeat ninth grade. <laughs> uh, we just started skipping and we didn't stop. Uh, there was and I had a pager at the time, so there there was nothing made my heart drop down into my stomach faster than feeling my beeper go off before school got out. You know, like because because everybody else is supposed to be in school that I was friends with, so you you know that makes your mama. Or dad was sending you a, a page, so if I if yeah. I pulled that thing out and I saw my mama or dad paging me, particularly my mama, before two p.m. every day, I knew I was busted. <laughs> yeah, because she she because if she thought you were in school, she wouldn't be paging you. Exactly, and that you know that goes back to parenting. And I mean, look, I, again, I don't blame any of the stuff I did on my parents they they legitimately tried it was a cat and mouse game they took the they took my bedroom door off my bedroom at one point you know i mean they they tried yeah. i was just a knucklehead that was determined to have to learn everything the hard way um and and i said so i don't put that on my parents but i also didn't kill anybody and never ended up like really in jail so what so was what i what i was doing really that bad um, it wasn't good, and I, you know, I don't, I, you know, I'm glad my daughter hasn't repeated a lot of those same mistakes. But you know, I, I didn't really hit my prime of being a screw up until after I got out of the house. You know, I don't yeah. mean to go down that rabbit yeah, hole but there, every, I just, but just every saying time that you screwed up, it fell on you then, and yeah. so yeah, you did learn the hard way. Yeah, I think the, the worst mistake, to... the worst mistake my parents made was they got me my own phone line in my bedroom. Uh, because they use the phone a lot, and you know, having a teenager at the t- that time in a house with a landline, you know, we stayed burning yeah. up the landline on on a three and four way calls and just doing all that stuff that teenagers did before oh, yeah. they could go you out. Ignore the call waiting for their calls. Exactly, you and figure, we, well, you figure they'll call back later. Of course, well, you're on the phone later, so it doesn't matter. And if you use three way, the signal's busy and nobody can get through because both lines are being used. Um, the worst thing they did was get me a my own line, and I went and registered myself for school one year and i put my phone number down as the emergency contact to my bedroom (laughs) so when i decided i didn't want to go to school that day i just simply took the phone off the hook (laughs) in my bedroom and and that you know there was no calling my parents cell phone or sending my parents an email to let them know i wasn't at school so i took i took good good advantage of that scott man great call brother always good talking to you yeah appreciate it have a blessed one Let's take a break real quick, come back, land the plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We've got a few extra minutes to land the plane, as I like to say, here at the end of the show. Guys, this Saturday night, go ahead and clear your calendars and make some plans to get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's right there on the res. It's going to be a grand old time. They're having a 80s. 90s, 2000s throwback bash with DJ Tricks. That is my buddy Jace Powell. Going to be out there DJing. I had Jace on the show one time, and it's still one of the most downloaded episodes we ever had. Just talking about old school Jackson nightclubs, nightlife, 
all that stuff. You grew up going to the clubs in Jackson in the 90s. DJ Tricks, Jace was probably the DJ there. Uh, it's going to be no cover charge, free to get in this Saturday, 9 p.m. until get out and enjoy some fun, old-school dance tunes, great pizza, pasta, drinks, and more. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's right there at Fan and Mart on the res. All right, Reagan can call me out on the Guns of Gear text, y'all, and he makes a great point here, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer this the best way I know how. Uh, he had texted a lot, but I'm going to skip to the last one. It says, if you were a knucklehead, Clay, doing knucklehead things, why would you support your parents being punished for your actions in the streets? And what he's talking about is, I said, I, I support parents being charged equally as their kids. Now, I could get into the semantics of that and try to sugarcoat it, and I'm just going to say this. I still would support it, because I'm going to tell you what. All it would have taken was Shelby or Roy to have called a charge and been hauled off in cuffs is one time. One time. And my life would have changed forever. Probably for the better. <laughs> They'd have had me boot camp bound. And I don't mean military kind either. I mean some kind of corporal punishment, uh, Oakley type institution. Yeah, they'd have, they'd have had me done. I'd have been done, son. They'd have beat me so bad I'd have been wheelchair bound for the rest of my life. It would have kept me in. It would have kept me out of trouble. I'd have thought about that whooping every time I thought about doing something stupid. Yeah, yeah. I I even like it just thinking about it out loud. I think that's what we definitely need to do. Because I'm gonna tell you, like, well, my daughter's 21 now, but if she had gotten me arrested, um, when she was under 18, with some nonsense, there'd have been no more nonsense. I'd be in jail for for child abuse. <laughs> I'm catching mo charges. Hey, look, guys, extreme times call for extreme measures. I ain't. There ain't no perfect answer. How about how about this? How about quit having kids out of wedlock? How about quit having four and five kids with multiple baby daddies? How about raising your kids? Well, there ain't no perfect answer. Like I said, I grew up in a house with both parents doing the right thing, and I was still a knucklehead. Now, I ain't doing. I wasn't doing the type of stuff that they were doing in Jackson. I ain't trying to say what I was doing was right, but what's going on in Jackson right now? This is another level. These are these are killers, and these guys are running criminal enterprises at fourteen years old. I do think there's a difference in breaking in a couple cars here and there. Uh, vandalizing some things, and I ain't saying any of it's right or good. And, you know, running a criminal enterprise, selling dope, killing people, doing drive-bys, carjacking, we can agree that there's a difference in the escalation of criminal activity. Uh, But, hey, again, extreme times call for extreme measures. You know, maybe this curfew works. Maybe arresting some parents and finding them works. You know, I'm sure what we're going to find out is, oh, they arrested little... Well, Pookie and Mama can't afford the $150 fine, and they're going to arrest Mama. She can't do it, and now this is racist. They're going to have Chalkway on there. We're going to have to waive these. This is the same same people that didn't make people pay their water bills. Do you really gonna think, think they're going to make some poor um, black mothers pay for their kids' misdoings? They absolutely are not. I, I anticipate not a single uh, single mother – 
in Jackson paying for a f- kid's curfew violations. But it sounds good on paper. Uh, Jameson Haygood, 10 to noon. I'll see you guys back tomorrow.